Welcome to the Coach Paul Show. All right, we're back. It's week two, episode two. I am so humbled and grateful for everyone who took some time out of their day in the past few days to listen to episode one. I didn't know what the reaction would be, what kind of feedback I would get, but I have been overwhelmed and uh, just a big outpouring of love to anyone who listened and gave me some feedback. Thank you so much. Uh, Today's episode is about the promotion of motion. Anything that gets your bones roaming and your heart pumping, I want to try to give you some practical whys and hows of why are you pestering me to get off my couch when it's so comfortable, and maybe how to change if you want to become a more active person. Now, let me just throw this out there. I'm not saying that everyone has to change or should change, but I'm sure everyone's been beat over the head. They've all heard the many benefits of exercise, and you've read articles about how this diet or that exercise, if you're trying to lose weight, is the best. My goal is just to make movement seem less, I call it movement instead of exercise, make it seem less intimidating and give you some possibly lesser known benefits that might just nudge you in the direction of a more active lifestyle. In this journey of life, you'll come to realize that it's not about the pursuit of happiness, but rather the happiness of pursuit. I mentioned in episode one that I am a cross-country coach. I've been running every day for about, uh, since January 27th, and it's May 1st as of today, so that's a lot of days in a row, 80-something, I'm not really sure, maybe 90. Just a little background on myself. Uh, someone or something around the age of 16 gave me a nudge towards running cross-country my senior year, my last year of high school. Better late than never. One of my biggest regrets of high school was not joining the team sooner. I loved it. It was such a family-oriented type of team environment. I made some great friends. But rather than beating myself up over this regret of not joining the team sooner, my life is now coaching dozens, almost hundreds of kids at the 11 to 13 year old, the middle school level, starting some of them on the path to a running passion they might have for the rest of their life. I was an okay runner in my one high school season, maybe cracking the varsity lineup once or twice. I kept up with my fitness the first couple years of college, but after that, my 20s were a bit of a barren wasteland of occasional exercise, maybe a pickup basketball game here or there. But after 10 years of not going to the doctor, uh, it took about a decade off. I went to get a physical and the doctor says, "Uh, it's time to get moving again. That was the spark I needed. And then the pandemic kind of ignited the flame, gave me more free time to help fall in love with fitness, with running, with all of my former love again. So last thing before we dive in, this episode is not intended to turn you into an everyday runner with an 8.30 bedtime. This is just my promotion of motion, and you don't have to look like an underwear model to reap the benefits of exercise. The philosopher Plato said that in order to succeed in life, God provided humans with two means, education and physical activity, not separately, one's for the soul and one's for the body. With these two things, humans can attain perfection. 
bold words. Let's first construct the why of why do I need to move more often? So let's throw it back to hundreds of thousands of years ago when caveman Coach Paul and cave people everywhere roamed the barren plains. The genetic code of our ancestors was like an endurance predator. Our ancestors were in constant motion, foraging for berries, hunting, gathering, chasing down their next meal. If you didn't get your next meal, sometimes eh, it was a matter of survival. And the human metabolism is a fascinating thing. Despite their four-legged advantage, antelopes make great sprinters, but they cannot withstand an endurance chase by a pack of hungry humans. Humans' metabolism allowed them to wear down faster animals like antelope. There's a fascinating book called Racing the Antelope, What Animals Can Teach Us About Running and Life. Obviously, you or I have not had to use your metabolism to chase down any hoofed mammals lately, but our genes are coded for this type of activity. To keep our brains and bodies in their peak condition, we should take a lesson from our ancestors and try to engage our endurance in three ways. Walk or jog, slow jog, every day, at a low intensity. Like 60% of the time, all you have to do is walk or slow jog every day. 60% of the time, it's that. 30% of the time, you should crank up the needle just a little bit to a moderate intensity exercise. Whether that's, eh, let's say, instead of calling it jogging, let's say we're running. It's only 30% of the time, though. Maybe it's going to uh, an exercise class with your friends. And then 10% of the time, so 60% walk or slow jog, 30% moderate, and then 10% go in for the kill. Get after it. Go sprint. Go have fun. Go play a game of tag or something. Bring out your inner child. So if this information got your ancient genes twitching to get up and move a little bit, this is kind of one of the hows how to get yourself moving and how to know if you're in the right zone or if you're in low intensity, medium or high. There's two ways. One is the easy button. I call it, and runners will know this, it's RPE, the rate of perceived exertion. That's what the RPE stands for. And it's on a scale of like zero to 10. Zero being I'm just chilling, sitting on my couch. 10 being I'm on my toes sprinting as fast as I can. And everywhere in between. You can kind of tell by breath rate. If you get really breathy, <laughs> I'm sprinting on a track as fast as I can very quickly. Your moderate would be, okay, I'm a little breathy, but I can still hold a conversation. That might be more medium. Talking casually with a friend as you go around a track, that's your easy one or two on the RPE scale. Or a heart rate monitor. They are very easy to acquire. They're getting cheaper and cheaper every year. They're on a lot of watches. The simple formula to kind of get your heart rate range is to take the number 220 minus whatever your age is to kind of get what your maximum heart rate should be. 
So we'll say, we'll make it easy. A 20-year-old person, 220 minus their age of 20, their max heart rate is 200 beats per minute. So your upper limits of high intensity would be like 75 to 90% of your max. So 75 to 90% of 200 would be your upper limits of a high intensity workout or run, that kind of thing. 65 to 75%, that would be like your more moderate exercise. And anything 65% and below would be light exercise. I love the heart rate monitor option. They're so simple to use. A lot of the kids on our cross country team have them. And it's just an easy way to know for sure, like, where was my heart rate? Was that in the upper level? Was that a, and for how long? Um, Was that more a a light workout, but I thought it was moderate? You can kind of get a check-in on your body this way as well. If you're really tired and going for an easy run feels hard, this could be a red flag just to kind of take it much easier than you think. And if you want the Coach Paul advice for how much movement or motion or exercise, whatever you want to call it, how much is best, a little is good, but more is better. From everything that I've read, I read a lot of running books, a little dorky like that. Um, My suggestion would be six days a week for 45 minutes to an hour, biking, swimming, running, walking, anything like that. Six days a week for 45 minutes to an hour. And just to shift gears here just a little bit, for all of you out there listening who are like, oh, I do run almost every day. I do walk almost every day. That's awesome. Keep going. Keep moving. You may already know, but just a few maybe lesser known things about consistent physical activity. It's been proven to improve brain function. A Duke University study showed that exercise is better than Zoloft at treating, Zoloft is a depression medication, at treating depression. Um, In a study of young adults, aerobic exercise four times a week significantly improves cognitive abilities like memory reasoning, uh, planning, problem solving. And to link episode two and one together, a good workout will shorten the time it takes you to drift off to that peaceful slumber and will help you wake up feeling refreshed and rested There's less anxiety associated with frequent exercise. It's just all around the daddy cat medicine pill that you could do, the best thing you could do for yourself. Without all those side effects that you hear from other mental health, anxiety medicines, these sorts of things, depression medicines, at the end of those commercials that drone on for 30 seconds about all the side effects that sound worse than the symptom itself. When you start to see exercise as that doctor you don't need to pay for, or it's something simple that you can do that has so many benefits, it becomes something you don't have to do, you get to do. And just a small mindset shift like that can be profound. Self-care takes effort and commitment. It doesn't just happen. Your body and mind need to be well looked after, just like a garden. The garden of my 20s, I had allowed some weeds to pop up. It was looking a little rough. But consistent exercise has become my pruning, and I enjoy the garden of my 30s much better. It's never too late to start. It's always too late to wait. Start with just going for a walk. Start with finding a running or jogging community in your area. 
start with finding an accountability partner. Do anything, but just start. And if you're already crushing your movement goals, keep on doing what you're doing. Thank you so much for listening today. Shoot me an email, a comment, a text. Let me know how exercise has changed your life for the better. And if you have any exercise tips or tricks of your own, please let me know that as well. Always looking to learn. Go be the light for someone else. Go be the light for yourself. Thanks so much for listening. Take care.